Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues. A Christian college sues Joe Biden to stop men in women's showers. Connecticut lawmakers advance a bill to end religious exemptions and mandate school vaccines. And a state tries to limit abortion three new ways. Former Navy Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus' name. Now he helps you by reporting the news, discerning the spirits, and praying the scriptures. Would you pray with us? Here's Dr. Chaps. God bless you in Jesus' name. My name is Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt, Dr. Chaps, and you're watching PIJN News. On this show, we like to do three things. We report the news, we discern the spirits, and we pray the scriptures in Jesus' name. Are you ready to pray the news with us? Here's our first story. A Christian college is now suing the Biden administration to stop enforcement, federal enforcement of men in women's showers. American Independent reports that a conservative Christian private college is suing the Biden administration over federal orders that it says violate the colleges and students' constitutional rights, not only to freedom of speech and religion, but also privacy for women who go to a Christian college not expecting to have men show up in their dormitory showers. College of the Ozarks in Point Lookout, Missouri is a Christian college who is suing over a memorandum issued by the Department of Housing and Urban Development's Office of Fair Housing and Equal Opportunity. This is announced back in February when the Biden administration directed its all regional offices of the Fair Housing Assistance Program agencies and Fair Housing Initiatives Program grantees to review alleged acts of discrimination against transgender people who are demanding access men in women's showers. This is one of the promises that Joe Biden ex ex executed on his first day in office was to homosexualize the Christian colleges and the Christian College, College of the Ozarks, now claims that it's going to be forced to house transgender girls and women, that is men who pretend to be women, uh, whom the complaint calls biological males, with girls and women's in violation of its constitutional rights. The Christian lawyers with Alliance Defending Freedom are defending the college and they submitted a new complaint on behalf of the college in court. <clears throat> HUD, or Housing and Urban Development, issued the document following an executive order of the Biden administration that he signed right then on January 20th, same day he was inaugurated. He ordered all the colleges to put up with this nonsense. That is now directing agencies to implement a US Supreme Court's landmark decision in Bostock versus Clayton County. And that is interpreted by Biden as saying the following, quote, Title VII's prohibition on discrimination because of sex covers discrimination on the basis of gender identity and sexual orientation, end quote. In other words, the 1964 Civil Rights Act somehow says that discrimination on the basis of sex or being a woman is also applicable now in 2021 to men who pretend to be women. 
And that's what Congress imagined when they passed Title VII? I don't think so. Uh, LGBTQ rights experts say that this has broader implications for their right to access housing, education, and more. In addition to protecting people against discrimination based on sex, race, color, national origin, or familial status, and even disability when they seek a mortgage or rental assistance to buy a home, they say now the Fair Housing Act includes a new prohibition against transgender discrimination, even in Christian colleges and universities, like College of the Ozarks, for example. The Christian college is asking for a temporary restraining order and preliminary injunction against the policy under the Biden administration's Procedures Act. That is a law that regulates government rulemaking. In fact, the APA, Administrative Procedures Act, says Biden cannot just arbitrarily make up these rules. The lawsuit was filed on April 15th, just a couple weeks ago. The complaint says that the school teaches, quote, that sex as determined at birth is a person's God-given objective gender. Whether or not it differs from their internal sense of gender identity, this is what the college believes, and bases this teaching on such biblical passages as Genesis 1, Leviticus 18, Matthew 19, Romans 1, 1 Corinthians 6. The College of the Ozarks understands that misuses of God's gift of human sexuality and therefore violations of its code of conduct include, but are not limited to, gender expression inconsistent with sex determined at birth, transgender expression, gender transition, sexual abuse, sexual harassment, sexual assault, heterosexual misconduct, homosexual conduct, or possession of pornographic materials, end quote. That is the college's policy, and our thanks to American Independent for that analysis. Listen, American Independent is a pro-gay report, right? We just read you the leftist's interpretation of what actually just happened. We're not biased here, we're just reporting the news. We take both left and right sources when we report the actual news to you, like Fox News used to say, right? We report, you decide. Well now, we'll give you my interpretation. Let's take a moment and discern the spirits. In this story, we have a Christian college, College of the Ozarks, we have the Biden administration, we have gay activists, we have Christians who don't wanna put up with that nonsense. Those are the human actors in the story. Where are the spirits? Where are the non-human actors in the story? We can discern the spirit of God from the spirit of the devil and his demons, and maybe God's angels on one side, listening to the Holy Spirit. We can discern the non-human spirits through the lens of biblical morality when we look at the actions of human actors involved. So for example, Joe Biden himself, on the day that he was inaugurated, they put this piece of paper, his staff prepared it beforehand, they put this piece of paper before him, and he has a choice to sign or to not sign. And he reads the document and he's thinking in his mind, and maybe he hears the conflicting spirits influencing him. Maybe the voice of God spoke to Joe Biden just moments before, or maybe the night before, he signed this horrible piece of paper. And God might have said to him, Joe, don't do it. Protect religious freedom. Protect Christian girls and women who are gonna be violated now 
in College of the Ozarks or, or Christian colleges across America. Their privacy is gonna be violated. Their safety is gonna be violated. There's, in, instead, you're, you're thinking about forcing. Joe, don't sin like this. But Joe Biden stiff arms the voice of God and listens instead to the demonic voice, which says to him, not only should you promote sin in all of its sexual forms, but you should violate the privacy of Christians to opt out of that. Force it on them, Joe. Use the power of the government sword against a Christian college to force them to violate their own women. And he signs the document. Not only choosing, but now manifesting the demonic spirit of persecution. Here's what the Bible says in Deuteronomy 22. A woman shall not wear anything that pertains to a man, nor shall a man put on a woman's garment, for all who do so are an abomination to the Lord your God. Let's pray about this, would you pray with me? Father in heaven, we pray for College of the Ozarks and every Christian college in America that is now being forced by the Biden administration under their rule, reinterpreting Title VII, to force Christian colleges to violate the privacy and safety of their own women. God, we pray instead, this will be reversed by the courts, that religious freedom will prevail and the Constitution will be applied in such a way that we win and our women are protected. Father, we pray against this persecution in Jesus' name, amen. Let's take a short break. When we come back, Connecticut lawmakers end religious freedom when it comes to vaccines. Giving you a megaphone in Washington, D.C. Dr. Chaps will be right back. Hi, I'm Dr. Chaps. I've been praying and teaching for years about the baptism in the Holy Spirit, how you can have the power of God right now for your prophetic or power gifts ministry. This new teaching goes through not just Acts chapter two, when the disciples received the power of God from on high and began speaking in other tongues. But we also teach on the gifts of the Holy Spirit and every instance we could find in church history of the gift of tongues. This product is brand new and available to you for a suggested donation of $30. Call us at 866-Obey-God to get yours today. Or you can find it on our website, PrayInJesusName.org. Click on the online bookstore at the top of the page, PrayInJesusName.org, available for a suggested donation of $30. Or you can call us at 866-Obey-God. Again, that's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Do you ever pray and sometimes you feel like your prayers are hitting the ceiling and they don't get to God or maybe you don't get the result that you hoped for? I'm Dr. Chaps and I wanna make available to you a new resource, a four part video Bible teaching series on how to pray effective prayers. Did you know God has given us instructions in the Bible? For example, in 1 Timothy 2, there are four different Greek words for four different kinds of prayers, supplication, petition, intercession, and thanksgiving. If you don't understand the way God teaches us to pray, then we cannot expect the result for which we hope. I'm asking you to get this important Bible video teaching series on DVD for a suggested donation of only $30. Call us right now at 866-Obey-God. Again, that's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Or visit our website, PrayInJesusName.org and get this important video resource for your family. Call us right now. This is PIJN News.
Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps. Uh, just a disclaimer, we do not advocate or not advocate. It's up to you if you get your vaccines or your kids, but you should know what's happening in the state of Connecticut where Fox News reports that Connecticut lawmakers are advancing a bill to end religious exemptions when it comes to forcing kids to take vaccines if they wanna go to school. The Connecticut State Senate approved a bill last Tuesday that aims to end a religious exemption for vaccinations at schools after nine hours of contentious debate. The Hartford Current reports that Governor Ned Lamont, a Democrat, vowed to quickly sign the legislation that was approved 22-14 on a vote in the Connecticut Senate. Republicans who opposed taking away your religious freedoms and defend your religious freedoms, claimed that the First Amendment freedoms were being disregarded by the Democrats in the Senate. Reverend Yashika Blue, a minister of a non-denominational church in Hartford, said she was opposed to the bill. The paper reported that Reverend Blue is wearing a shirt that said, quote, the mom calls the shots. In other words, let parents decide how their kids get vaccinated. Fox 61 also reported that thousands took to the streets in protest outside the state capitol earlier that day to voice their objection to the bill. That, now that it's essentially law in Connecticut, is going to take place in 2022. It does not require getting a vaccine for COVID-19, but it takes away religious exemptions if parents don't want such a restriction against their kids or a mandate in the future. One of the protesters who is in favor of religious freedom told the news station the following, quote, it's not something I'm willing to do. I don't co-parent with the government. I co-parent with my husband and I'm doing what's best for my children and my body, end quote. Connecticut will now become the sixth state to put aside religious exemptions when it comes to vaccinations. And that's the news, our thanks to Fox News for that report. <clears throat> Again, uh, if we take a moment and discern the spirits here, the non-human spirits are influencing some legislators. And I don't know who the prime sponsor was, one of the Democrat sponsors of the bill, one of the 27 Connecticut senators who voted for this. They're thinking in, on one side and, and they're making a moral choice. It's a human actor who's listening to the non-human spirits. And the voice of God might be on one side that says, you know what? Not only is there religious freedom issue here, but parental rights are involved. And you're gonna take away individual liberty for a mom's right to decide. What if their child is allergic to the vaccine? What if they have a sincerely held religious belief that getting a government needle in your arm when ordered by the police with threat of taking away your child, if you don't do that or depriving them of access to schooling, uh, what if that violates their sincerely held religious beliefs? Of course, the Democrat in that moment of decision says, no, stiff arm to God, I'm not gonna listen to anyone's argument for religious freedom. Instead, I'm going to listen to the devil. And now the devil is inside of that legislator, inside of the government agent, inside of the government mandated injector with the needle coming after your children 
to force their view, in fact, not just their view, but their injection into your child. We're against that, and we believe in freedom, especially a religious freedom. The Bible says this in Romans 14, right? And if you wanna get the vaccine, you don't wanna get the vaccine, it should be up to you. Here's what the Bible says. We receive one who is weak in the faith, not dispute over doubtful things, for one believes he may eat everything. Another who is weak in the faith eats only vegetables, and that's fine. Don't let him who eats despise him who doesn't eat. And let not him who does not eat judge him who eats, for God has received him. In other words, if you're a Christian and you want to eat or don't eat, if you wanna get the vaccine or don't get the vaccine, we're not to judge each other or force each other. Instead, one particular party is forcing their views upon another. Let's pray about this, would you pray with me? Father in heaven, we pray in Jesus' name against the demonic forces that would use government power to persecute people who have a clear conscience, people who wanna say no, people who wanna protect their own kids, whatever the reason. Father, we pray that kids will be subject to the desires and, and attention of their parents and not some distant bureaucrat with a needle. Give us freedom, God, we pray in Jesus' name, amen. Let's take a short break, when we come back, Oklahoma has decided to limit abortion in three new ways. Dr. Chaps will be right back with more PIJN News. Hi, I'm Dr. Chaps. I wanna introduce my friend, Mike Lindell, who wants to help support our ministry in the work of PIJN News. Uh, Mike, what do you think? Well, I think everybody out there, y'all need to get behind Pray in Jesus' Name's ministry. Dr. Chaps here, but this great ministry needs your support and you can, you should donate to it. You can also use your promo code PRAYNEWS and anything you're getting from my pillow with big discounts, a lot of those proceeds are coming right back. I'm gonna put them right back into this, into your amazing charity and show. Well, thank you, sir. I accept that endorsement and we support your work at mypillow.com. Remember everybody, when you visit, use the promo code PRAYNEWS, you get a big discount and our charity gets a little bit of help. So thank you, Mike Lindell, for your support. They get a lot of help, a little bit, a lot of help. <laughs> we need all we can get for Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I'm interrupting this commercial right now. Retailers have canceled my pillow. And to thank you for your support, I'm going to pass the savings directly on to you. For a limited time, you get premium my pillows regularly $69.98, now just $29.98, and that's the lowest price in history. I used to think that sheets were just sheets. I got the Giza Dream sheets. They are the most comfortable sheets I've ever had. The MyPillow topper for the first time has enabled me to have a cool night's sleep. I'm able to go to bed and just get rest. That's three inches of wonderful that's in the MyPillow mattress topper. It's just like a firm cloud. When I got MyPillow, I'm asleep almost immediately. I stay asleep at night and I wake up more well-rested in the morning. Go to MyPillow.com right now to get deep discounts on all MyPillow products. For example, you can get my premium my pillows regularly $69.98, now just $29.98, the lowest price ever. Defending your religious freedom, here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps. Our last story today comes from LifeSite News, who reports, 
The state of Oklahoma has now limited abortion in three new ways and three new laws signed by Oklahoma's Republican governor, Kevin Stitt, who signed into law last Monday, three new measures protecting the lives of the unborn from effectively all abortions. Although at least two of the laws are likely to be put on hold by courts before they can eventually take effect. KOKH reports that the first law makes it a homicide to abort any baby with a detectable heartbeat. Homicide on the part of the doctor, not the woman seeking the abortion, but the second law makes it unprofessional conduct for a abortion doctor to abort the baby for any other reason than to save the mother's life. Regardless of whether a heartbeat can be detected, this goes all the way to conception. It's unprofessional conduct to be an abortion doctor. The third law forbids anyone other than a board certified OBGYN from performing abortions. Even if it is unprofessional conduct, you can't do it unless you're an OBGYN. All three of those laws are slated to take effect November 1st, if not intervened by the courts. And direct abortion bans, such as the first two laws that I described, uh, will take effect. In fact, well before the Supreme Court's fetal viability threshold, which is generally the third trimester, that's when the Supreme Court says a baby is viable outside the womb and should be maybe protected, but are generally not expected to ban abortion in the near term because they're consistently enjoined by other lawsuits from pro-abortion industry groups. Instead, states typically enact them, these kind of new laws, in hopes of provoking a legal, legal battle that could eventually reach the nation's highest court and instigate a review of the 1973 Supreme Court decision, Roe versus Wade. Therefore, potentially overturning decades of pro-abortion legal precedent and freeing the states to set their own abortion laws. Will Roe be overturned by one of these three laws from Oklahoma? Well, such a case would present the biggest test yet of the new appointees to the Supreme Court. You know, the three that President Donald Trump appointed and whether or not they will help comprise the majority to overturn Roe. The third law out of Oklahoma is intended to prevent situations such as the infamous Philadelphia abortioner and convicted killer Kermit Gosnell, who not only did abortions, but killed women and children after birth. In recent years, there has been a push for heartbeat legislation, which is now in 14 states. The heartbeat laws, so to speak, when a heartbeat is detected, the baby is protected, are now in force, not only in Oklahoma, but they're joining other states like Idaho, Georgia, Missouri, Louisiana, Tennessee, Ohio, Alabama, Arkansas, Iowa, Kentucky, Mississippi, North Dakota, and South Dakota have already enacted laws to limit abortions as early as a fetal heartbeat can be detected up to six weeks after conception. That's the news, our thanks to LifeSite News for that report. Here's what Jesus said in Matthew 19. Jesus said, let the little children come to me. Do not forbid them, 
Do not abort them, as Jesus might have said in Matthew 19. Uh, For of such is the kingdom of heaven. When Jesus says, let the little children come to me, do not forbid them, do you think maybe there's an implication there that they also should not be killed? Let them come forth, let them be born, and let them come to Jesus Christ. We'll take a short break and I'll have a word to conclude the show. Dr. Chaps will be right back with more PIJN News. Take action today. Dr. Chaps needs you to sign an important online petition. Today, I wanna invite you to sign a critical petition to defend innocent babies and to end abortion in America. On this show, we like to pray and petition God, but we also need you to take action today by petitioning Congress to stop the taxpayer-funded child killing, especially by defunding Planned Parenthood, America's number one abortion provider. Why are your taxes paying to murder innocent children in the womb? Well, if Congress would simply define personhood as life beginning at conception, we can reverse Roe versus Wade. Please join me today by signing this important petition to Congress. Visit PrayInJesusName.org Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org and sign your petition today. Sign today's petition right now. Again, visit PrayInJesusName.org to sign our petition right now. Do you ever wonder how to discern your own thoughts from the thoughts that come to you from the Holy Spirit or angels or invisible demons? I'm Dr. Chaps and you've seen us talk about the gift of discerning of spirits. In fact, I wrote my PhD dissertation how to see the Holy Spirit, angels and demons. But now we have an exciting 17 part video Bible study on a four disc DVD set that you can get for your small group or your church. If you just visit PrayInJesusName.org and offer a suggested donation of $99 or call us toll free at 866-ObeyGod, get this 17 part video series and for a limited time only, we'll throw in the book for free. Visit PrayInJesusName.org, get this important Bible study series for you and your church, or call us at 866-ObeyGod right now. Empowering you, the grassroots activist. Here is Dr. Chaps. I am so happy when I hear from you, the viewing audience who write us sometimes handwritten letters, which we quote from time to time on the show. Here is one. Dear chaplain, thank you for the stand you take for our savior. He will bless you and keep you always. Lord bless and semper fi, in Jesus name, Mr. Donka. Well, semper fi to you, sir. That is, of course, the slogan of the United States Marine Corps. I'm a former Navy chaplain and the Marines always say semper fidelis, which means always faithful. Semper fi right back to you. If you want to write to us today, here's our address. Please include a small donation if you can or a prayer request. Write to us at Pray In Jesus Name Ministries, PO Box 77077, Colorado Springs, Colorado 80970. If you didn't catch that, it'll be on at the very end of this show. Get your pencil and write down our address, write to us today. Please donate to help us bring you these important news programs. We need your contributions to stay on the air. Here's what the Bible says in Deuteronomy 16. Every man shall give as he is able according to the blessing of the Lord your God which he has given to you. In other words, if you have a lot, you can give a lot. If you have a little, just give a little. But according to the blessing of God he's given to you, you should sow to give to others. 
If you need prayer today, call us at 866-Obey-God. We'll see you next time. Dr. Chaps needs your financial support to stay on the air. Would you please send your best financial donation today? Please visit PrayInJesusName.org to donate online. Or you can mail a check to Pray In Jesus Name Ministries, Post Office Box 77077, Colorado Springs, Colorado 80970. You can also call us toll-free right now, 866-Obey-God. That's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please sign up for our free emails at PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org.